Hello, and welcome to the Date Night Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Russell, and with me is my co-host, Ashley Russell. Hello! This is a show where each week, Ashley and I, we talk about a new movie that's playing in theaters, and then we break it down, whether we thought it was good or bad, and whether or not it would make for a good date movie. On this episode, we're talking about Gemini Man. This is the new film from director Ang Lee, starring Will Smith. The IMDb plot summary reads... An over-the-hill hitman faces off against a younger clone of himself. This movie has a 26% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> That's not what you want. Nope. When you've got a $140 million movie. <laughs> not at all. Uh, and it opened this past weekend to about $20 million. So, yeah, this movie's in trouble. This is not, this is not a hit. <laughs> this is, uh, and I think it's soft overseas as well. So, uh, I mean, it's... It's a shame because Will Smith, I mean, he's just coming off one of his biggest hits, Aladdin. Yeah. He's got Bad Boys for Life coming out. I mean, I'm rooting for him to kind of get his mojo back. I would love to see it happen. I think he just needs to pick better material. Sure. I mean, that's just, I mean, he's he's a great actor. He's very charismatic. He's very watchable. He just He's needs, a good movie star. Yeah. He just needs to pick better material. I mean, iRobot was awesome. So, you know, I'm a bad boys. Yeah, fan. you are a bad boys. I love I love my bad boys. <laughs> Enemy of the State. I yeah. love that movie. That's a good one. That was really good. He's been very good in some movies. He's made some I mean, while we're talking about Big Willie, he's made some I would say two critical missteps uh, in his career. He he chose to do Wild Wild West instead of The Matrix. Back, yeah. Back in 1999. I mean, that's a career move that will haunt you forever. <laughs> like, and that was, yeah, that was a big flop for him. And then he did After Earth instead of Django Unchained. Ooh. So those are, yeah, those are bad moves. Yeah. I mean, and what it shows is like, is an actor who doesn't like to take a lot of risks. He, he likes to stay in his comfort zone. He likes to, uh, I think, have certain control over the project. So yeah, so Will Smith, he's essentially playing two versions of himself here and a whole lot of digital de-aging. Oh my God. It's been used to kind of bring that effect to the screen. Let's just talk for a little bit about how this movie is being presented. It's being shown in a variety of formats. We saw this in standard Dolby 2D, but it's being shown in 3D at 120 frames per second. What does that mean? Yeah, let's talk about that. The, the standard rate for film is 24 frames per second. That, that's how we saw it. I mean, 99% of all TV shows and movies are filmed and shown at 24 frames per second. Video, on the other hand, it records at approximately 30 frames per second. And I think to a trained eye, it's pretty easy to spot the difference between film and video. Or at least it used to be. Once, you know, video cameras had the ability to record at 24 progressive scan lines per second, it started to blur the line between what we consider film and what we consider video. And the transition from film to video wasn't jarring, right? Like movies still look like movies. Yeah. And a crucial factor of that is the 24 frame playback. At 24 frames, our brain knows it's not reality. It provides kind of like a subconscious distance between the screen and the viewer. It's flattering to actors. It's a good frame rate for live action narratives. But you got directors like Ang Lee, and guys like Peter Jackson, who disagree. And Peter Jackson, he tried out this high frame rate experiment with the Hobbit movies, which didn't make much of an impact as far as moving that technology forward. I actually, I watched one of them in that format just out of curiosity, just to see what it looked like. And I was not impressed. It's really jarring at first. It feels like everything is moving 
too quickly on the screen because there's so much more visual information that your brain is processing. But you eventually kind of settle into it. You're, you're getting a sharper image, and so you don't get that motion blur when, say, something moves across the, the screen or when the camera is tracking across the screen. You know, sometimes you get, oh, I get, it you get a bit, a bit of like a okay. soft motion blur at 24 frames. When you crank it up, especially to 120, that's gone. It's totally clean. Everything is sharp and in focus. So that's, that's what Ang Lee is after. Yeah, it's not like inherently that's not a bad idea. And I, I admire the ambition. I mean, anyone who's willing to like take out some new tools and, you know, try and change the way we look at things. I mean, it's really shooting, shooting pretty high. The trade-off is that when you double or quadruple the frame rate, it draws attention to how fake everything is. Sets, lighting, acting. It feels like you're watching a documentary right from the set which really doesn't help the crucial aspect of suspending our disbelief <laughs> when, we're watching a, when we're watching a movie. The 24 frames allows us to do that. So that's why I think this high frame rate experiment is going to have a hard time taking off because it's not very flattering to actors. Yeah. And that's where you're going to have some resistance. And I mean, at the very least, you want your actors to look great when they're up on that giant movie screen. But I think the high frame rate is an interesting idea. I just, I don't think it belongs in live action. I'd love to see like a fully animated film like Pixar at 120 frames per second. I don't even know how much that would cost. <laughs> it would be very expensive, but that would be something to see because in animation, you have complete control over all the elements on screen. Animation, video games, nature documentaries, those are all mediums where like high frame rate could yield some pretty cool results. I just don't know why we're experimenting with like Will Smith action movies. <laughs> Because they can. I, I guess. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's it. It's just, it's something new. It's something, well, I think you know, Ang Lee, they've got, they've got a lead actor that's, that everybody knows. Uh, Ang Lee, I think he's, for him to do it. he's trying to, he's trying to uh, do this high frame rate as a, an attempt to address the issues with 3D. The 3D in this film is supposedly brighter and sharper than what we're used to. I just don't care. <laughs> like, I don't but care about not, 3D. Well, yeah, we're not big I, 3D people. And yeah, I don't want to like bore listeners, you know, going off a 3D, 3D tangent. Listen to our Alita Battle Angel episode. Every time we give it a chance, every time I give it a chance, I it's the same old thing. It's like this is not an enhancement. It's preventing me from really enjoying the film. Yeah. Is how I feel. So yeah, we didn't do the 3D. We saw this regular. But yeah, hopefully, I mean, hopefully that makes some sense <laughs> as to why Ang Lee is, he's just, he's after immersion. Mm-hmm. You know, he wants to like, he wants the audience to feel like, they're watching this live, play out live in front of them. And I don't know if that would work and for this movie. I don't know. <laughs> Again, I mean, I, I think there's a medium where like nature documentaries give me like a nice close up of like a polar bear. That would be cool. Eating a seal. Right. You feel like you're right yeah. there. That there's, there's a time and place when you're playing video games, you know, like that higher frame rate. You know, it puts you into the world. That's cool. But, you know, honestly, like, I would be more concerned with, like, the material that you're shooting. Like, the story, the script, and just making sure all of that is at the highest caliber. <laughs> because, like, no amount of, like, digital fuckery can redeem a story that doesn't need to be told. Digital is that safe? fuckery. Is that yeah. safe to say? <laughs> to an average moviegoer, they see, like, you know, 3D, you know, HFR, what does that mean? Um, I don't think most people really care yeah. or know the frame rate of the movie. Well, exactly. But this movie, it's a big part of the advertising of this movie. Like you, I didn't get that in the advertising. In the trailers? No. In all of the online articles, 
and all of the interviews, oh. Ang Lee, Will Smith, they're really pushing it. Um, I think the, I think studios know like 3D is a dead horse. <laughs> well, yeah. I think to be in business with guys like Ang Lee and James Cameron, they they throw them a bone. Like, all right, you want to do this 3D, whatever. But it's it, it's got to be dead. <laughs> it's it it needs to die. <laughs> You look like you were going to say something. <laughs> well, I was going to ask, do you think Avatar 2 is going to be in 3D? They're going to push it again. Big time for Avatar 2, I guarantee you. And I'm just like... They're I, the only ones that did it. I like, got my decent. work. Yeah. Well, when you rewatch Avatar, like I don't think the 3D is what makes Avatar so cool. Yeah. I mean, it's the photoreal visual effects and the way that story immerses you into the world of Pandora. That's what makes that movie cool. That's the, true. The 3D yeah. is... I mean, it was a novelty at the time, but uh, yeah, that was the right movie to kind of trot it out, mm-hmm. but it's, it's useless. <laughs> so anyway, Gemini Man. Yeah. Will Smith, uh, he plays this guy, uh, Henry Brogan, and in the opening scene, he assassinates uh, an anonymous target on a moving train. Henry thinks this target is a terrorist, but he's later informed that the target is innocent. And okay, so then later we meet this guy, Clay Varys, who's played by Clive Owen, this guy, he's the head of a top secret unit codenamed Gemini. Yeah. And because Will Smith knows too much, Clay sends a younger clone of Henry's to track him down. And that's that's the setup. Yeah, that's pretty much the movie. Yeah. I mean, more stuff happens. <laughs> but that, yeah, that's kind of the basic setup. It's it's Will Smith fighting himself, fighting a younger version of himself. It kind of reminded me of Looper, the premise, that movie with like uh, Bruce Willis. It just it swap know, out like time travel for cloning. You know the 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 actual story is not bad. It's been kicking around. This story's been kicking around since the nineties. The story isn't bad. It's oh my god! It was just the de aging software that they use on <laughs> Will Smith. Like I felt like you know the younger Will Smith was named Junior. Named Junior. Just his mouth and and dialogue were off. They try. They give. They try to give this clone a full character to play. Yeah, they right? do. That feels like a mistake. <laughs> well, I just, I, I just didn't connect with any of them. Like not, any I don't, of the characters. I don't think they're maybe the girl. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She yeah. has one pretty awesome scene yeah. where she pistol whips a guy's teeth out of his mouth. It happens off screen. Yeah, but just the implication is pretty cool, and that's kind of like one of her early scenes. So, yeah, she's established pretty early yeah. that she's... She's she amazing. Ha- she can yeah. handle herself. <laughs> so, yeah, I like that. But other than that, I mean, Will Smith is a is a hired assassin. Like, he is paid and he is contracted to kill people. And and he's retiring because he's he's well, yeah. feeling haunted. After the first job in that opening scene, he's, he's had enough After killing. After 72 kills, like, he's finally feeling haunted. We've seen that uh, that kind of trope, that character trope played out, like the it you know the assassin who's kind of yeah who's kind of haunted by his past, who's getting his conscience. Yeah, you know he wants to hang it up, but he's kind of like called back for like you know one last thing. Oh God, who did that? Um, I mean, so many. Clint, Clint Eastwood does that Mark a million Wahlberg. times. Mark Sh- sniper, shooter, shooter, sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, all of these are variations of like Clint Eastwood's been doing. So what? What did you think of Will Smith? I mean, he's front and center. This is Big Willie. I think the older character's fine. I thought, young, I thought he, yeah, I thought he was okay. The younger character was not good. Yeah, barely even comes off as a character. No, was not good. It was just, I, I would have preferred, you know, back in the old days where they didn't put them side by side and they had like a stunt double. 
You know, and they like, you well, know, back and forth and they just did the, the camera. Face off. Well, the camera over the shoulder type thing. Some more old school tricks. Um, well, again, it, this script, this concept has been kicking around studios since the 90s. And I think, you know, different creative teams have tried to tackle that issue. You know, how do you bring an older version and a younger version of the same person on screen? And now, you know, we're in the age where we can sort of do that. <laughs> I mean, it's not. Question mark. I mean, it's, we I do mean, digital de-aging a lot. I mean, we have the technology to do it, we shouldn't try. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, it's, it's half-assed. I, I feel like it could have been a lot better. I don't know. His face just seemed animated and not well, sure. Like, well, very smooth. Usually that's yeah. the problem. Very smooth and yeah, just a, a little too moves a little too quickly. Yeah. yeah, too animated. I mean, at least put a little bags under your eyes. I mean, you're in college or you're a, you're a sniper. Like I don't know, you yeah. can't sleep. Like I just come on. Super smooth. Yeah. on the face, and we know what Big Willie looks like. Yeah, you know from twenty years ago. So it's that is true. Just watch Fresh Prince of Bel Air. They, yeah, or the first Bad Boys. Uh, I mean, they have a lot of visual reference to go on. I mean, as much as I disliked Captain Marvel, that was one thing that they did pretty well was DH Sam Jackson. That's yeah. one thing that movie did pretty they well. They did do that well. Yeah. yeah. I can't think of too many other like great examples of digital de aging. Um, but yeah, I, I'd say it still has a ways to go. I'm kind of nervous to see like the Irishman, Scorsese's movie. What, what are other people saying about this movie? What's well, like twenty six percent? That's what I'm saying. Like, what tomatoes. are they? What are they saying? Kind of the same thing. Like it wasn't. Um, I guess okay. So some some negative reviews. Uh, Gemini Man is a demo reel for some fancy new movie technology. An Epcot attraction dressed up as an action yeah. flick. That was from Alex <laughs> Santos from Vox. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a a bunch of uh, negative. A movie with a whole lot of running around, zero pathos, no romance, one of the many holes in mm. Will Smith's movie acting game, and a central conceit that's given away in the trailers. That's from Roger Moore at Movie Nation. Oh, that's true. Like, the trailers did. I mean, there was no, like... Well, yeah, I I was thinking, like... There was like, no surprise in the movie. I mean, you saw the trailers. And, yeah, there wasn't any romance. Duh. Yeah, no heat. Yeah, I mean, we're going to take a break later for, you know, to get into spoilers, but there's not a whole lot to spoil. I mean, the yeah. movie movie plays out pretty much how you'd expect. There's one, I mean, I'll just say this, where where Junior ends up at the very end was hilarious. Right? <laughs> Laughable. Yeah. Um, and so, okay, let's talk about some of the action. I mean, there's not a whole lot of action here, but there's one like motorcycle chase that I thought was pretty good. That's the scene where... Oh, yeah, he gets hit in the face with a motorcycle. Well, yeah. Junior's like throwing a motorcycle at him. <laughs> it's kind of a nuts scene. I, I mean, it's uh, that happens pretty early on. And up to that point, I'm thinking like, maybe this movie isn't terrible. Because <laughs> I, I had low expectations. The trailers didn't look good. Yeah. Uh, low expectations. And so at that point, like that was a fun scene. And then he did a Matrix move. Who, Junior? No, Will Smith. Big Willie. He went yeah. back. He did a Matrix he's, move. I was confused for a couple of minutes there because like he's doing some like super powered magic tricks <laughs> to avoid this guy. Like he's like levitating off the ground. Uh, I mean, he's like dodging uh, the speed of sound, but but he's not he's not like genetically enhanced in any way. Will Smith. Mm -hmm. He's just Big Willie. He's just good. He's <laughs> the best assassin. This is like ever made. It's the quintessential Will Smith movie because it's like the only person who can beat Will Smith 
is Will Smith. <laughs> like he's, there you go. This is how he likes it, right? Like he's the best. I'll say Clive Owen. I mean, I just wanted to kick Not his good. ass. No, yeah. Like I just he doesn't I felt, have much to work with. There was really, I mean, he there was nothing no, to work with. Yeah, there was no good scenes for him. Like he wasn't, he wasn't the best villain. Just a standard corrupt bureaucrat. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, a CEO of a black ops. Yeah. Military private sector. <laughs> You know, one of those. <laughs> yeah, that's the unit that's codenamed Gemini, and they're they're de- they, they develop clones. Yeah, does they it, figured it out. Does it explain why they wanted to clone Big Willie? I it just because he's the best. I guess we've established. Well, yeah, that. they've never he's the best. They've they've never seen anybody like him that can shoot somebody two miles away in a moving train <laughs> in the forehead. I mean, you, except you, shooter, you except call- Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he he can pull some moves. I mean, if and, Gemini and, Man isn't available, you yeah. call Shooter. <laughs> and then and then uh, the other one, Sniper. Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Kyle. They, yeah. <laughs> he could be the Gemini Man. There you go. <laughs> okay. Uh, sh- I guess should we break for spoilers? Let's break and and let's get it. We didn't a- we didn't finish this turkey off. <laughs> well, there you go. Okay. What were you say? I was like, I, I I didn't ask what you thought. Oh. Uh- <laughs> I mean, but then he said, let's finish this turkey off. Well, it's not good. (laughs) uh, But it's not terrible. I I mean, going in, I I wasn't sure how bad it was going to be. And I I would say it was on the not so bad side of being a bad movie. Yeah. Like, it was watchable. Got it. I thought that that motorcycle scene and when the movie decides to, like, get its shit in gear, some of the action isn't bad. Yeah. I mean, we saw this on Dolby. I mean, like every gunshot was, was like, like rattling shaking. the seat. I know it was kind of cool. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, so it's so the action element kind of worked, but it's it felt really slow during a lot of it. Like it's it just alternates between like overblown action and just like very low key sedate people sitting around talking. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah, not not very well paced for the type of movie that this is, right? But that's Ang Lee. Ang Lee, I mean, he broke back mountain. Sense and sensibility. Like, that's Ang Lee. Ang Lee is not Michael Bay. <laughs> this movie kind of needed, like, a, a Michael Bay. I would think more of an action-type director would someone, have... Someone with a little action on their filmography. That's not Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, we'll get into spoilers for Gemini Man. <laughs> All right, we're back, and we're going to get into some spoilers for Gemini Man. And so, yeah, basically, I mean, the climax, uh, I mean, there's there's like a big shootout going on at night. It's, it's near like the Gemini headquarters. Yeah. And okay. quote unquote, Georgia. Sure. Georgia. <laughs> and it's basically, yeah, the two wills plus Mary Elizabeth Winstead is squaring off against Clive Owen and some so anonymous one, bad guys. At one point in the movie, the Wills team up and they band together and... Junior learns he's a clone. Yeah. He has a confrontation with Clive Owen. They really try to give this character some pathos and they really try to make him emote and feel like a fully rounded character and that never really clicks. I mean, it's you're kind of just constantly staring at like a deep fake version yeah. of Will Smith. Yeah. It's not... I mean, like the Jar Jar just, Binks version of Wilson. It's just distracting. Like I, well, it was it's just distracting. It was bizarre, honestly. Like it was interesting to look at, but it was never really convincing. 
It's true. So, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, there's, yeah, there's like a big shootout. I mean, some decent action going on. There's like a guy with like a Gatling gun at some point. Oh, my God. That thing was, it wasn't, it was, loud. A, it, it, was a Gal, it was a Gatling gun, but I think it was like lasers. It looked like it. Yeah. It's like zoom, 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 zoom. It was high powered. And it was, yeah, it was rattling the scene. And, <laughs> you know, it, it's surprising me that they can get away with doing this shit in a small town. Well, like blowing stuff up, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah where... and, and the cops listened to him, telling him to hold. You know, were were there cops involved? There at the beginning there were, but Clive Owen told him to stand. He must have stand down or something like that. They must have control over the cops, like the cops in their pocket or something. But yeah, I guess the the big reveal at the end is that there's a third Big Willie. Yeah, and this one is even can't, more yeah, more indestructible. He can't feel pain. He doesn't have a conscience. Yeah. And he can, I, I, like, they're shooting, like, grenades at him. Yeah. And, like, all kinds of artillery. Like, I forget what, like, ultimately stops him. Three of the... Three grenades. Well, it's, it's like, three, like, not grenades, but, like, rocket launchers. Sure. That they sent his way. And then, yeah, they take off the mask, and I mean, there's some gasps in the theater. Yeah. I, I kind of saw that coming. <laughs> Like, <gasps> it wasn't. I kind of thought it was going to be like a young Clive. <laughs> Would have been fun, but he's not as good as Big Willie, so it's you got to clone the best. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so this yeah this clone he's like the the next evolution, I guess. Yeah. Of what they're trying to do, they just they want. I actually thought the the villain's motivation made some sort of sense. I mean, they want to use these guys for military incursions. Yeah. So you don't have to sacrifice real lives. That's kind of the explanation. Yeah. That's a that's a decent motivation. Yeah. That, I mean, but that, when you take out the conscience, I don't know, I think you react on fear. I think there's... Well, yeah, you definitely crossed the line. But, I mean, the, the intentions were rooted in a, a noble place. <laughs> and so, yeah, Clive Owen, he gets shot. Oh, in the face. It was a pretty good one. Yeah. <laughs> and the and, just and, down. And so, like, the younger junior was getting ready to shoot him, and then Willie... He's like, no, let me... No, well, <laughs> like, he, he takes it to the a gun pro. away, and, you know... <laughs> it's like, no, we're not going to kill him, da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, oh, God, this is coming. <laughs> Big well, Willie's going to be like, well, I've already lost it. Like, I'm, I'm glad he at least pulled the trigger, because that's... Uh, I mean, Big Willie, he, he doesn't like to be... You know, shown capping people in the head. Yeah. <laughs> he likes to be seen in a positive I light. I guess I would have liked a little bit more of a government takedown. Do you know, maybe like a little bit more of the Janet character of the Inspector General get taken down and like the like it go in the press and like the government figured out how to create clones and, you know. Yeah, we don't get into any of that, do we? No, none of it. No. It's kind of all hushed under the rug. Yeah, that would have been a, a more interesting coda um, mm-hmm. than what we get, which is junior at college. Yep, he's in college. He's enrolled in college and, you it's know, Big really got his, <laughs> his credentials so he can start his life and... Big Willie got his credentials. Well, his passport, his social security <laughs> number, his birth certificate. So he's like a real boy. It's just, yeah, that scene is just real awkward. And for whatever reason, it just felt like he looked particularly fake in that scene. You know, in like bright sunlight at the college campus. It's just goofy. Yeah. Like, yeah, I didn't love the junior character or whatever character they were trying to give him. 
he, he plays it just kind of like insecure and scared. Yeah. Right? Like unsure of himself. It's weird seeing a young Big Willie without any confidence or, or, or any swagger. I guess I thought like because he was a younger version of Pip or Henry. <laughs> Because he's the younger version of Henry, of who, who who does have a lot of swagger. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Henry, this has some swagger, right? Yeah. Like he knows he's the best. He says it a whole bunch. Yeah, I, I just he says it all. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> like we get it. I'm the best. I, I would have thought the younger version would have had a little bit more confidence. You know what I mean? That would have yeah. been a little bit more fun to to see. I mean, that would have been something for him to play. So I guess that's that's is that's how the movie ends, right? He's at college, and it's just like we, you know, crane up into the clouds. And that's it. And then credits. <laughs> and A film by Ang Lee. Yeah. And no you, love scene. I remember you said, like, as soon as Ang Lee's credit came up, you're like, "Oh, that's a shame." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's well, because I didn't know. I mean, you know, I try to go into these movies and not really knowing anything about it. Or, you know, the director or anything like that and try to come at it with a fresh take and, well, and the, all that. The and trailers I, hype it up, like, from the visionary mind. I was so tired of seeing these freaking trailers. <laughs> I mean, like, every single movie. I mean, this movie was marketed to no end. They spent some money. And it is a shame. Like, <laughs> it's a shame that it only is getting a 23% Rotten Tomatoes. I thought you were going to say it's a shit show. <laughs> well, no, I'm not saying it's a shame because it's, it's, it's really kind of on point. But, like, it's a shame that they spent so much money sure. marketing this movie. They've been trying to crack this nut for 20 years. I mean, maybe it was uh, a nut that shouldn't be cracked. At, at a certain point, you're like, okay, this project isn't working. There's yeah. got to be a reason. All right. Let's 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 go to the, you know, <laughs> next idea, right. next thing. What's, like... Yeah, what else we got? <laughs> like, uh, but, yeah, like, Mel Gibson was attached at some point. Um, to my... do what? Direct? I think to star and direct, but like yeah, the the younger and older version technology they couldn't crack it until now. Oh, back in the day, I thought you were talking about this movie. Like, no, why no, would they not, that? That not, would not, be not today's Mel. No, 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 nineties Mel Gibson. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was yeah, wow. he was one of the first apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that that could have worked. I mean, it just yeah, it needed more suspense. It, it's just the movie is um, pretty flat. For, for most of its runtime, except when, like, you know, motorcycles are getting thrown around. Yeah. Well, yeah. That was cool. They had two cool scenes the motorcycle scene and the scene where the girl kicks ass, breaks some teeth. Yeah. There's but a, the yeah. whole fight scene was really cool. Yeah. So, would you consider this a good date movie? No. Date, <laughs> date movies need uh, to be compelling and exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. That's rest, like uh, that's we, criteria number one. <laughs> yeah, we are both on that same page where this is not a good date night movie. I, I I didn't hate this movie though. What what grade would you give it? Oh, a D. Okay. Yeah, I'm not I'm not that low on it. I thought the movie was weird, and bizarre, and kind of watchable, just not very exciting. I mean, I didn't fall asleep in the movie, which is good. I mean, that's, you know, more than I can say, you know, that you've done in the past. (laughs) I mean, the whole, like, deep fake Will Smith was kind of weird to look at. You know, it has this crazy motorcycle scene. I I appreciate Ang Lee's ambition, what he's trying to pull off here. Just the way, like, Will Smith interacts with his clone is pretty ambitious. 
yeah. right? In terms Agreed. of like the technology, it's not always convincing, but we're a long ways from like Back to the Future too, right? Like split screens, like can't cross the line. It's uh, some of it is pretty good. Some of it's a little laughable. I mean, the, the screenplay is. This is not like a great screenplay. <laughs> it's been worked on a bunch by a bunch of different people, but so like I can't can't blame like just one person. But some of the lines that come out of the characters. No, mouths, but you can blame a whole studio for thinking that this is a good idea. Well, yeah, you can blame whoever like ponied up, you know, all all the millions of dollars. <laughs> but I would give this like a C plus. Oh, that's generous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll admit, yeah, it's, uh, I'm feeling generous. <laughs> like, yeah, it's still not a recommend. But um, that's Gemini Man, directed by Ang Lee. You can find more episodes at anchor.fm slash movie date night, as well as on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you enjoy the show and want to do something nice, give us a good rating on iTunes. It really means a lot, and it helps out the show. You can find us on Twitter at DNMoviePodcast, and you can also email us at DateNightMoviePodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Patrick. And I'm Ashley. Thanks for listening. See ya. See ya.